Play ball. This is the Locked On Reds podcast on a Monday. I'm James Erpine on Twitter. At James Erpine, at Locked On Reds. Make sure you check out LockedOnReds.com, your one-stop shop for all things Reds baseball, including every single Locked On Reds podcast. Opening day, it's almost here. It's, it's going to be here before I know it, especially now, and I'm really looking ahead to it. Now that we got uh, two teams in the NCAA tournament that, that are no longer there. <laughs> and Xavier and UC, they both lose yesterday, and I, I'm laughing to prevent from crying. But uh, if you're new to the Locked on Reds podcast, we talk Reds baseball every single day, Monday through Friday. I'm your host, James Erpine. We do it. On Google Play, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on iTunes, and LockedOnReds.com. A couple things I want to get to today. And one is a tweet, and I need to put this up at uh, LockedOnReds.com. I haven't yet, but I will. Chris Welsh. And he tweeted this out. It's of Hunter Green. And Hunter Green is that guy, right? He's the, the guy they picked last year, second overall. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Young, but has all the potential in the world to be this dominant pitcher, right? And Chris Welsh tweeted out video of Hunter Green, and he said, hitting 101 miles per hour with solid delivery, sharp slider, Hunter Green might be better than the hype. No kidding. That was what Chris Welsh said. And how much of a blessing would that be? I don't know when Hunter Green's going to play. I don't know when Hunter Green's going to come up. But the idea that that's the case and uh, that – it's as advertised, and it's not just someone like Chris Welsh, Keith Law of ESPN. Keith Law, he uh, he tweeted this out, and it's just a beautiful thing to see. He says, Hunter Green in low A game today, one, two, three, first inning, two strikeouts, five fastballs at 99, 99, 99, 99, 100. Whew, that's insane. That's insane. And uh, the, the crazy thing is he's 18. 18 years old, he, in my mind, I could see him being up here in like two years. And I don't know. I Who knows how long it takes to develop him. But the idea that Chris Welsh talking about an 18-year-old would be like, man, this guy is as good as advertised, maybe even better. The fact that he would say that, he wouldn't say that just to be silly. He wouldn't say that just to throw things at the wall. He's dead serious. And that, to me, is mighty, mighty interesting if you're a Reds fan. And hopefully a good thing, right? Hopefully it's one of two things for Hunter Green. Hopefully they're either contending, and he can help by the time they're contending, whenever that is. Or they move him and get so much for him that that's what they they were missing on a contender, right? One of the two things. That's what you want out of Hunter Green, and we'll see if they can get that. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Just looking here, in the Eugenio Suarez contract extension, I liked it for a lot of reasons. And the biggest one was maybe the fact that hopefully it means we're we're really close to the end of this rebuild. It's signifying the end of, of maybe a rebuild and the the day uh, the days of the Reds being playoff contenders again are, are closer than we realize. Because usually you don't shell out money like that seven years potentially eight years, $66 million, up to $80 million now for, for a guy like that if you don't think he's in your long-term future, if you don't think he's in your long-term plan. I hope he can be that guy. I hope we can look back at this move 
like a year from now, maybe a year and a half from now, and say, remember when Dick Williams signed Eugenio Suarez to that contract and some people thought it was stupid? Well, that that's because he knew they were closer than than a lot of people realized. By the way, the Reds have hired a, a former manager, another former manager now in-house, John Farrell, hired to help develop, evaluate the Reds' pitching staff, what they can potentially be. I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this because obviously this is huge on whether or not this can be the end of the rebuild. And Anthony Castrovince of MLB.com wrote about this. He said, uh, the dirty truth is that organizations often overvalue their own talent, fall in love with the folks they scouted and groomed. And sometimes the best way to remedy such a perspective is with the well-trained eyes of someone who's, been a, uh, who's not been around your talent at all. Farrell, a former MLB pitcher, obviously, and pitching coach, hopefully can be that guy for the Reds. That's interesting. And no doubt about it. Look, I'm a big NFL draft guy. And naturally, I can imagine if you really like a prospect, you're like, oh, we really like him. He's better than he is. We've loved him ever since. And you become biased almost. And that could certainly happen, especially with all these young pitchers. Look, if if you're the Reds, what can a move like this hurt? All he's doing is helping evaluate. It's not like this guy's anything other than that. He's a former Red Sox manager. And... I will say this. If Farrell comes in and, and he's a scout and he thrives, but the Reds flounder and you move on from Brian Price, then maybe, not probably, but maybe you give Farrell a look as the next manager. It doesn't hurt to have in-house candidates. It doesn't hurt to have people within your organization with that type of experience. That's how I look at it. Former major league pitcher, former manager, former pitching coach. What does it hurt to add him to your scouting department? In my mind, it doesn't hurt at all. In my mind, right now, it's a bunch of potential with the Reds, and that's it. And so it'll be interesting to see exactly how that – how that rolls out, how that happens. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. I could see it. I could see him ending up being in an in-house candidate, put it that way, if there was a job to open up down the line. We talk Reds baseball every single day here on the Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure you subscribe. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and LockedOnReds.com. I'm your host, James Erpine. We do it every single day here on the Locked On Reds podcast. And let's keep it rolling because one other thing I wanted to get to, Amir Garrett, impressive outing, impressive, impressive, impressive. And as he tries to prove himself yesterday, he tries to prove himself, tries to get into a rotation that suddenly opened, picks up the win, pitched four innings, only gave up one hit, no earned, just one walk. His spring training ERA, 1.38. Look, um, Amir Garrett, we had him in studio, and it's clear in my mind that he was pretty pissed off about his season last year. We had him in studio here at ESPN 1530, and and here he is following his strong start and, and how it could impact in a good way his chances of being a starter. 
felt really good today, nice and relaxed. And, you know, uh, you know I was going to have a pretty good game when I was in the bullpen. You know, uh, Tucker was really getting me going today. Screaming at me in the bullpen, yeah, firing me up. No, I felt, I felt good just from the beginning. You know, if I'm not one of the best five, I definitely think I'm one of the best 12. You know, I wherever I'm at on the roster, bullpen starting, I feel that uh, I can help the team win. And, you know, I did what I had to do. I came in here and did what I said I was going to do. And, um, you know, now it's just up to them. Uh, you know, everything is out of my hands now. Uh, I'm just going to keep continuing to pitch no matter where it's at. I'm just going to keep it going. I'm just a baller, man. You know, I, I'll do whatever to help the team win. You know, it's um, really no difference. You know, uh, they allow me to get some 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 time to warm up, but I feel that I can get up and, and get going uh, whenever they need me. But um, you know, it's up to them. Wherever they need me, in the bullpen, starting, you know, I'm here to I'm here to do whatever. You know, uh, I feel I can help the team in, in multiple ways, and you know, I want them to know that. That's Amir Garrett after the game yesterday. Again, four innings, one hit, no runs, 1.38 spring training. ERA, and I think he's going to get a shot. Look, in, in a rotation that is as wide open as, as can be right now, and Robert Stevenson trying to battle, he's got a 9.0 ERA right now for the starting job. He's set to pitch tonight against the Cubs, 9.05 Eastern. Who you taking, Amir Garrett or Robert Stevenson? Well, right now, with Anthony DiScafani injured, it's looking more and more like you're going to have that opening. I think Amir Garrett, Tyler Malley, their prospects, if they continue to pitch well, especially Amir, it'd be hard to deny him a spot in the rotation. So we'll have the latest on that here on the Locked on Reds podcast as that rolls on. Doug Gray, RedsMinorLeagues.com, will join me this week, as will Chad Dotson of RedLegNation.com. So make sure you stay tuned for that. We're back in sync. I'm not going to lie. As far as doing this podcast, the fact that you see and Xavier are no longer in it, it, it will give me more time to focus, not on the podcast, but to focus on guests and stuff. Last week was a very, very hectic week with uh, UC, Xavier, the March Madness, plus uh, just all the Bengal stuff that was going on. And uh, now it's it's full full systems go. All things Reds all the time here on the Locked on Reds podcast. We're looking for writers. I got people that are added to the team and Locked on Reds. By opening day, we're going to have a a system in place of writers. And if you want to be interested, if you want to be throw your name in the hat, so to speak, and see if you want to write for Locked on Reds in LockedOnReds.com, check it out. Uh, You can just email me details. Email me what you've done in the past, your experience. Maybe you don't have experience. That's fine. Let's see if you're you fit with us and my vision and, and I fit with your vision. Email me, James Erpine at ESPN1530.com. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Thank you so much. Like I said, until tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. 